At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome back to another episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. I am your host today, Jared Bradford, and I'm accompanied by my handsome co-host, Corey Mueller. Today, we're going to talk to you all about Viking history, how they began, why the Vikings did what they did, a couple big sieges that took place during their reign of terror, and how eventually they discovered North America 500 years before Christopher Columbus. It's very fun, very exciting stuff. I found it super interesting. As always, guys, take what you learn from this episode and apply it to your real life, but maybe not too literally because the Vikings were pretty violent and you might not want to do that in today's age. So, yeah. But you can scroll on down, leave us a five-star review on iTunes, leave us a little comment. We love to read those. And always discover the warrior within. Hey, Corey. Hello, Bones. How are you today? Oh, I am in a place of zen, and I'm so relaxed right now. What'd you do? Take a bath in Epsom salts? <laughs> I had an hour and a half long deep tissue massage, Jesus. and then, uh, yeah, dropped into a bath of Epsom salts mm. afterwards. So, who's your life is life is good who's right your now? Who's ma- your ma- massage therapist? Her name's Sarah. I used to work with her at the hospital where I work in Canyon mm-hmm. City. Um, she does home visits. So, like, she brings everything to your home. So I get to play the music that I want. I get to, like, be in my environment where I'm comfortable. And, dude, it doesn't get any better than that. What honestly. kind of music do you play? So I have this... Uh, it's like a sci-fi ambient music. It's um, called Cryo Sleep Dreams. Oh, Dude, it makes you feel it makes you feel like you're floating. And I would recommend it to anybody. It's amazing. It's it's seriously I it's very trance like. Hmm. I I get these like out of body experiences when I have massages and listen to that and it's really hmm. insane. Well, speaking of floating, Corey uh, would you rather teleport anywhere in the world uh, or have the ability to survive in space? Survive in space with no, like, spacesuit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm basically asking I'll... if you would rather be Spock or would you rather be Princess Leia? I'd honestly rather be able to teleport anywhere uh, because if I'm in space... I don't have any propulsion. I don't have any jets. I'm just like 
floating there. Sure. Maybe you, know? you have the force, though. Yeah. But Ryan Johnson fucked that up, so that's – I don't yeah, believe that. Me neither. That's stupid. That's a good answer. I'd, ra- I'd rather teleport anywhere I want. That's a good answer. All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to be talking about some people that pretty much went anywhere that they want in this episode. And we're going to do a little mm. history lesson. We got a couple stories for you. It's going to be a little bit of a different episode. So I'm going to take us through this very exciting and fun story. And then you get to listen. You have no idea what it's about. I'm going to sit pretzel style on the floor in front of you while you tell me this with your, story. With your hands under your chin. Yes. Pretzel style. Like a boy of wonder. I'm ready. Wonder boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're going to like it. It's about Vikings. Ooh. Yeah. You're pretty well versed in Vikings. I love Did you Vikings. you know that Viking literally means pirate raid? No way. It I does. didn't know that actually. It does. It means pirate raid. That's Isn't amazing. That cool? So Vikings yeah. originated around 700 AD. And they lasted till about uh, 1100 AD. And the, you know what they were. They were basically invaders and settlers from Scandinavia. And they mostly traveled by boat. Um, and these guys were, they were all badass plunderers, really gave zero cares about anything except booty, riches, and, and roaming. And, and they did mm. this to survive because where they came from, their land, they couldn't really farm it. They had no resources, so they had to do it for survival, survival of the fittest, and they stole. They had to go elsewhere to get the things they needed. Yes, they, they stole from anybody. They didn't really give a shit. They would go anywhere. In fact, mm-hmm. um, one of the very first Viking raids was in 787 AD uh, against the British Isles. And their reign of terror didn't really begin until 793 AD with an attack against upper class, richer, very posh people of these British Isles. It was an mm-hmm. unprotected monastery. It was an island. The Lindis the, Farm. Yeah, the Lindis yeah, Farm. Yeah, you know raid. about the Lindis Farm raid a little bit, right? So they, yeah, they basically, yep. they would steal from anybody. They killed all of these monks because they had no weapons. And they had all the best golds and jewels and riches and silvers that they, would, they could just go in. And the, and the Vikings realized this uh, and at this time that we can just go to these foreign soils. There's no lashback. There's no defense. We can just take all this shit and we can go home. Yep. So they discovered that in, in about 793. And they... they their raids and pillages basically went on for decades and, and they didn't really have anybody to, I guess, combat them or stop them. And uh, a, rather, a rather famous Viking known as Ragnar, Ragnar Lothbrok. You heard? Lothbrok. So yeah. the name is interesting. Ragnar was actually thought to be one person. But his story goes on for hundreds of years, like, and yeah. they they finally were like, well, this guy must have you know been several different people or what. But he's you know all the stories are of this one guy. Um, and anyway, they they decided that he set sail around 841 A.D. and he was the son of a king of Denmark, King Sig- Sigurd, ring of Denmark. So he was a prince. Mister Ragnar was a prince. Um. Mm-hmm. Ragnar, his wife, died 
Long story short, his wife lived and then she died. And at this point, Ragnar was like, fuck this. I'm not going to rule. I'm going to go plunder with my Viking brothers. Mm-hmm. So this guy. I want to point out yeah. real quick. The History Channel TV show Vikings, which focuses on Ragnar and his mm-hmm. sons, uh, is not completely historically accurate. The, t- the tale that you're telling now is way more historically accurate wow. than the one that. So like in, in the Vikings TV show, Ragnar organizes the Lindisfarne mm-hmm. raid. And he's like he's in basically in power of most of the major Viking culture for a long time but in reality that's not entire no. that's not entirely true he can't like his time was a little bit after yeah after the linus farm raid. raid yeah the linus farm really set yeah. it off for the vikings and then good old ragnar yep. came around you know hundreds of years later really about a hundred years later so mm-hmm. wow that's great i'm like five paragraphs in and i'm more historically accurate than the history channel boom there you go all right so this old boy, Ragnar, he decided he's going to plunder and he's not going to rule. He was upset that his wife died. And he's like, I'm going to hit the seas. I'm going to take what I want. Uh, and this, he became really famous. Uh, like you said, he, he was uh, the main character that Vikings, the show, kind of took after. Um, he also became mythical, too, around these lands at this time. And uh, he eventually gained a huge following and decided, along with his fleet of 120 ships, He's like, uh, let's go to Paris. You guys want to go to Paris? Yeah. Mm. Go to Paris mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll take what you want from Paris. And this was in 845 AD and it was the siege of Paris. And this was a pretty monumental deal. Uh, so Ragnar took thousands of his men and he entered the West Franks and he started to sail upstream. So the West Franks, yep. uh, he started to go upriver and he was met by a good fellow, the West Frankish king, Charles the Bald. Mm. Charles the Bald. He was a bald king. And uh, Mr. Charles the Bald assembled a smallish army to combat uh, Ragnar. And they set up on both sides of the river. So you can imagine this. Ragnar is sailing upstream. They're going upstream this river. Charles the uh, the Bald has some of his army on one side, some of his army on the other. And he was like, I'm going to stop this guy. He's not going anywhere. Well, you can probably guess what happened. Uh, Ragnar pretty much obliterated half of Charles the Bald's army. And the other half retreated pretty quickly or uh, some of them were captured. So here's the fun part that happened with this battle. I'm, pr- I'm familiar with this one, too, actually. Um, he split his forces up in a way that didn't make sense. So one half was like led by his nephew mm-hmm. or something. Um, and on the one bank, it was a way smaller force. Um, and so Ragnar and the, the Vikings took out that side first with relative ease. And what they did was they decapitated like a, a bunch of the dead French soldiers. Mm-hmm. At this time, they weren't French. They were, you know, Frankish. Mm-hmm. Um, and they hung the heads from the ships, like the masts and all that type of stuff. And then they sailed to the other side with all of these heads on the boats. And a lot of the guys on the other side just ran. <laughs> uh, there, there was a small, there was a very small like skirmish on yeah. the other side, but like just the sheer fear of what the Vikings were doing. It was like, 
I would have. I probably would have run too. That was like seeing all these guys like fucking savages covered in blood with head. Yeah, they, that's exactly what they were. And the coolest part about this was the rivers were so easy for the Vikings to navigate. Mm-hmm. Like if they would have had to gone in by land, none of this stuff would have been possible because they could go directly to Paris, mm-hmm. basically. But on the rivers, and they had the the Viking longships were able to go in shallower mm-hmm. waters which was a huge tactical advantage. But anyway, continue yes, on. That was, that was a great insight. So, yeah, old Ragnar, they, they chopped the heads off, sailed to the other side of the river. Everybody ran off. They captured a couple. The ones they did capture, they took them to an island, and they fucking hung them in honor of their god, mm. Odin, to bring good tidings yeah. during the siege of Paris. So onward mm-hmm. they go after dealing with uh, King Charles's the Bald's army. Uh, they sailed to paris um and it was within a month that they got there and they they reached paris they sacked it they plundered they took a bunch of crap they took some uh slaves and this happened pretty quick because paris didn't have any defenses at the time really um not against all these vikings so this went on for some time uh being in paris until king charles came around and he finally paid them pretty much paid them a bunch of gold to go away that he actually paid him 5,670 pounds of gold and silver, which is uh, that's quite a bit. The coolest thing about the like the Vikings would literally be like, you can either pay us to leave. We'll go if you pay us to leave or we're going to stay and continue to mm-hmm. kill and plunder and rape and all this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or you can just pay us like whatever we want. And most of the time. It was like pay us to go away, yeah. essentially, and that I think I thought that I think yeah. that's amazing. The Vikings knew they were a freaking problem, <laughs> you know, and they were like, "Well, you can pay us to go away, or we're just going to keep being a yeah." Um, they scared the the poor Christian people yeah, so much. Seriously, um, actually, and so during the siege, uh, a plague broke out. Did, did you hear about this? No, okay, tell me yeah, about a it. Plague broke out and spread rampant around uh, through Ragnar's men, and. Uh, like hundreds of these guys started dying while in Paris. And so naturally they prayed to the Norse gods to stop this plague, but nothing happened. And, and many continued to die until they took advice from a Christian uh, who was living in Paris at this time, a group of Christians to fast. So don't eat food. And this was like to the Vikings, like, what do you mean? Don't eat food. Anyway, people kept dying. So they're like, all right, well, let's try to fast. The plague subsided. Isn't that mm. crazy? It just went away. They started yeah. fast, and the plague went away. So history tells us. Um, so yes, King Charles is like, all right, here's your gold. And then Ragnar and his men, what's left of them, uh, they left Paris. And this was all within 845 AD, all within a couple months they did this. And this was really Ragnar's biggest claim to fame. Um, like historical accuracy is accurate, his claim to fame. It, it was this one year. So anyway, they went back. Um, uh, Ragnar went back to King Horik to show him the ransom and how much he got, and he wanted to explain who's who's King, king Horik. Hork. Tell us who King Horik uh, was. King Horik was a king. Who was the a king? You, you got to. He was the king of. Basically, he was the main king of like the Norse yeah. people at he that was a time. Big boy. He was the yeah. main guy and the main leader. I don't. Where, where did he live? What country was he in? Scandinavia. Yeah, it was Scandinavia. I, I, every So they were pretty much based out of, like, Denmark, yeah. Norway, uh, 
No, not even. I mean, Greenland was somewhere that they yeah. settled, but um, it was it was Denmark and Norway and the Finland area. But um, I think Horik was he came from Denmark. Mm-hmm. Okay, King Horik, Denmark. That's interesting. Okay, so yeah, he went back to uh, King Horik and he wanted to show him the ransom, how much uh, gold he got, how much booty he got. And he wanted to explain how easy the siege of Paris was. He basically just sailed upstream and took it. Well, rumor has it that old Ragnar collapsed crying when he told the king about the plague. So several of Ragnar's men died after he told King Hjorklis. And the king was so frightened that he ordered the execution of all survivors of the siege and the release mm. of the Christian captives. Wow. Yeah. So this was really the end of Ragnar as we knew him. He had this huge following. And then King Horik, Horik was just like, you're all sick. You all got this plague. I'm not spreading it around Denmark. So you die. Which is fucking mm-hmm. crazy. Um, so yeah, Ragnar's reign all but ended in one year, pretty much. Um, so like you said, the main character based off Vikings is he goes on all these conquests throughout, you know, seemingly going forever, but really Ragnar lived through this one siege of Paris, which was a huge deal, but it ultimately was the end of his, his terror reign of terror, though his mysticism lived for, for a long time. You know, he was said to go on to like fight a dragon, um, and a lot of other things he like said to have died and was reborn countless times. But again, that could have been just a bunch of different people named Ragnar that laid siege. Well, and the sons of Ragnar ended up a lot. Most of them ended up living mm-hmm. to be as famous, if not more famous than Ragnar himself. Yes. But I mean, he was, he was the first really, I mean, him and like Eric, the red mm-hmm. and uh, his son, Bjorn Ironsides, which Bjorn is in, the TV show Vikings, but he was also a real person. The timeline of which that like some of these people lived like uh, in the TV show Vikings, Ragnar has a brother and his name is Rolo, Mm -hmm. but the Viking Rolo was a real guy, but he lived in a completely different time than Mm -hmm. Ragnar did, but it was cool to like, they put the, they put them in the same time and made them Mm -hmm. siblings. So that was, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. The timeline is always fishy with this because it's so long ago. And these are such specific yeah. events that, you know, you know, between right. 700 AD and 800 AD. Well, that's a hundred years. A lot can happen. So yeah, uh, this Ragnar um, was set. I don't know if you've heard this. He was set to have uh, invaded England and laid siege to England with only two ships. And this led to his eventual capture and death. He was actually, from what I gathered, he was thrown in a snake pit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah sad ending so that was ragnar's life and then we move forward a couple hundred years the vikings continue to lay siege they actually try to uh go back to paris and paris has since built walls and the vikings were were sent away mm-hmm. so really paris learned their lesson from um, from ragnar um, yeah but you know the vikings go on to do small small game sieges for decades until uh till their end in around 1100 but before they end, near the end of their Viking reign, around 1000 AD, a fellow named Leif Erikson came strolling about. Mm. Good old Leif. Leif. Leif Erikson, <laughs> famous old boy. He had a int- yep. pretty interesting life. Uh, 
he wasn't a plunderer, so he wasn't anything like Ragnar. Um, and in fact, he was an explorer and he was a converted Christian, which was, you know, completely different for Vikings. Um, so he, he lived in Greenland in a pretty desolate encampment. Um, and one day he's just living about and he got wind from a Viking trader named, uh, I'm going to pooch this name, but I'm gonna give my best shot. Uh, Bjarni Herjolfsson. <laughs> Wait, say, say it again. Bjarni. Bjarni yeah, I think it's Bjarni Herjolfsson. It's like, it's probably Herjolfsson. Yeah, I'm sure like... there's another pronunciation. And if there's anybody listening that knows better, don't make fun of me. But this old Viking trader, he got wind from this old boy who uh, more than 10 years earlier than, than this goofed up his route, his route to uh, Greenland and sailed by the shores of North America. Think about that. This is 1492, you know, 500 years before Christopher Columbus. Bar- old Barney yep. Hjorsen, uh goofed up his... Uh, <laughs> route to Greenland goes to North America. He's like, that's a weird land. What do I do about that? I don't want to set foot on it. So he doesn't set foot on it. He sails back to Greenland. And I guess he doesn't really do anything about it for 10 years until he meets <laughs> Leif, Leif Erikson. Um, so Leif, or Leif uh, is pretty much like, ah, that sounds pretty cool. I want to buy your ship. And so he does. He buys the trader ship, gathers about 35 men, and retraces the route back to North America. So they eventually cross the Atlantic Ocean and they come upon mm-hmm. uh, a rocky landscape, which is in pre- present day Canada. And Leif looks at this rocky landscape and he goes, This land will now be known as Helluland or Stone Slab Land. That's what it translates from Norwegian. And everyone's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good idea. That's what it is. It's a rocky land. So then they voyage south onward. They sail to uh, a timber-rich location, meaning lots of wooded area, lots of, lots of timber. And Leif looks at it, and he goes, yes, we'll call this Markland or Forest Land, which is another good <laughs> name for somewhere where there's a lot of wood. So It's yeah, very descriptive. It's very obvious. So... This uh, quest of sailing and giving overly obvious names to places uh, continued for some time until they finally reached their newfound base camp, appropriately called Newfoundland, Newfoundland, Canada. <laughs> this is present day Canada. Like, mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually spent an entire winter here in Newfoundland and explored uh, these lush meadows and the, they had rivers that were flowing and cold and full of salmon and, and grapes that are were well grown for wine and and Leif just looked at this land and he goes all these grapes I'm going to call this place Vinland or Wineland mm. so <laughs> among everything that Vikings were good at pillaging and raping and killing and stealing they were also really good at looking at stuff and naming it they in all reality they were men of culture I mean like yeah they did those really mm-hmm. bad things but like that was kind of the, the time that you know that was lived in those things happened regardless mm-hmm. but the vikings were actually 
they had a ton of culture and they were very sophisticated. They, they wore fancy mm-hmm. clothes. They liked jewelry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they're described as like these scruffy, like nasty like, shower, homeless, uh, barely cl- like clothed barbarians. And they really weren't that, mm-hmm. you know, they were, they were vicious and they were effective, but they were, they were highly cultured mm-hmm. people. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they loved wine. And they it loved a lot. And able to name, yeah, they were able to give good, really good names <laughs> to places based on what's there. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. They like looked, it's like rolling up somewhere. Really, this is Rockland. Like it's an amusement park or something. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's like, uh, this is, there's a big river. We're going to call this the Grand yeah, River. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> big water. Okay. Um, I wonder what they called the Atlantic Ocean. Do you think they called it the Atlantic Ocean? Who knows? Hmm. We yeah. weren't there. Lost in scripture. So, yeah, they spent uh, an entire winter here and explored and, and did a lot of things. They collected many resources. And after winter, uh, Leif and his crew sailed home back to Greenland with much needed supplies and grapes. Uh, to their settlement in Greenland. And upon landing in Greenland, Leif was now chief. His dad, uh, his father of this settlement, uh, passed away. So now Leif was chief of this settlement, and he never returned to North America. Um, uh, Many of his tribe continued to sail for nearly a decade, including Leif's brother led a lot of conquests over to, uh, which, what do they call it, Vinland, was where, or Newfoundland is when they, where they settled um, mm-hmm. until his brother was actually executed by indigenous people there. And that's kind of why they stopped going and they didn't really ever settle was because of these indigenous, indigenous people and the violent encounters that they had with them, which is super interesting, isn't it? Because Vikings raped and pillaged everything. But then they go to this place with indigenous people and they're like, oh, no, I'm out. It's not yeah. worth the fight. You, know, that you could talk about, okay, sending resources over weapons and food across the Atlantic is way different than sailing, you know, down to the British Isles. So you could argue right. that. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they largely remained in England. And, uh, and that's the story. 400, 500 years before Christopher Columbus, Leif Erikson settled in, in Canada. And, you know, this story was, was really questioned for a long time. Um, if this was... They found so right. much evidence, though, of Viking, like of Norse settlements yeah. in uh, the northeast part of even in the U.S. and in Canada. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's they found settlements, they found ships, they found, yeah. you know what I mean? There's so much evidence to say that they were here at one point or another. You know, they were mm-hmm. they were here. So and but that's not widely accepted yet um, for whatever reason. Yeah, so. I, I think. People just, you know, history books, if you go through public schools, you know, Christopher Columbus is Lake Erickson. I remember him being yeah. mentioned, but it was like a paragraph and then it was like a whole section yeah. on Christopher Columbus. You know, they just. Yep. He discovered yeah, America. Colombo more than anything. But uh, right. Actually, in I read that in 1960, uh, they led uh, two people. I forget their name. I didn't write it down. Um, they're archaeologists, and they unearthed evidence, like you said, of a Viking settlement in Newfoundland, where Leif, Leif Erikson settled. Um, it's from this was they found uh, eight Viking-style houses. 
they, they found a forge yep. and they found four workshops that they unearthed like exactly yep. where um, old trails and maps and traces said that Leif Erikson settled, which is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Cause that's a thousand years almost. Yeah. And it's pretty, it, I mean, it just goes to show the, the adventure. It's a different side of the Vikings that, you know, is portrayed in the popular media that, you know, they're just people that would put an ax in your right. skull and, which is cool. Like that's all well and good, but they were they were so much more than that too. Right. They were explored. I mean, they're the Vikings. The Viking people they explored down into the Mediterranean mm-hmm. and in Asia, into, into yeah. Africa. They they were all over the place. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's a overlooked part of their society for most of the popular right. culture. I mean, most of them truly were explorers, and a lot of them went to Greenland and settled to farm. And yeah they wanted they were farmers and whatever but they could fight right. too <laughs> yeah for sure um so yeah uh a lot of those historical artifacts are now part of uh museums and things like that and president lyndon b johnson actually declared october 9th to be Lake erickson day in honor of this viking explorer mm. so that was yeah actually i'll be celebrating that this yeah, year pretty fucking recent they did that and they chose do you know why mm-hmm. they chose october 9th core no, tell me why. October 9th was chosen because it was the anniversary of an, a ship that arrived in New York Harbor in 1825 carrying the country's first Norwegian immigrants. Oh, yes. that's that's cool. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Pretty appropriate. Yeah, I yeah. like that. It is very appropriate. Mm-hmm. So, Corey, my big question for you is, do you think you would be an explorer or a raider. I think they were both. Okay. I mean, would you? I, I mean, honestly, I think they were both. Okay, let's put this. Would you rather? Would you rather be Ragnar? <coughs> or would you rather be Leif? Because Leif oh. never really, all accounts, you, he yeah. never like intruded and and killed monks. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's hard to say because it was such a different, like me sitting here right Mm -hmm. now, I would say like exploring back then would have been just so like, you're literally, I mean, you're discovering things, you know, and I think that would, that's more appealing to me. But if I was back in that day, I mean, if I was the same person, if I was the same size that I am, like I I would probably have been a Mm -hmm. warrior because that's just, uh, yeah, that's probably what what would have happened. I mean, you got, talk about they did it for survival you would have been probably pretty damn yeah. hungry broke poor maybe I don't yeah know. and if if some monks had some bread and gold uh, they would probably they would either give it to me or i would take yeah. it <laughs> especially if they didn't have swords you know yeah exactly they're they were weak yeah. and they got taken from so well, there's something about being explorer and explorer too like back then so much land wasn't settled or discovered and you really didn't yeah. need technology like you do today to explore any unknown land now or going into space. You didn't really need a whole lot of technology. You needed pretty much a, a boat and a competent crew, whether, you know, varying sizes. And you could go explore some shit and food. And that's why, like, if I'm sitting right now, I'd say I would probably want to be an yeah. explorer. But if I was back in the day, like, it probably would be yeah. different. <laughs> back in the day. I know what you mean. Yeah. 
All right, Corey. Well, that is our that's our story on on Viking history, Norse mythology. I love and, uh, it. It was yeah. awesome. So I guess we'll we'll catch you next time. Bye. As always, we hope you enjoyed that episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. We hope you will tune in with us every Friday as we release new episodes all about you discovering the warrior within, either through history lessons like today's about Vikings or how to overcome any sort of obstacle in life. We strive to bring in guests to give you the best information possible so you may learn and apply it to your daily life. Guys, if you have a second, scroll on down, leave us a review on iTunes, leave us a rating. It truly helps us out, and we would love to hear from you. As always, guys, take this, apply it to your real life, and continue to discover the warrior within! Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.